0: Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe.
1: What's up, family? Jared, the Boss Man here. You're tuned into the Boss Man Show on AM 1010, AM 1430, 1055 The King. Get the King out at 105theking.com and The Boss Man Show at BossManshow.com. Hit me up on Instagram, The Boss Man Show. Twitter at Bossman Show and Facebook Bossman Show. It's the Bossman on your radio. Listen to The Bossman Show with your host, JR. Saturdays at 9 a.m. right here on AM 1010, The King. What's up, good people? BetOnline online is your number one source for all your betting needs. The latest odds, lines, and matchup reports for baseball, boxing, golf, and more. When well,
0: the game starts. BS3 Network, changing the way you watch TV. Yes, BS3 Network, changing the way you watch TV, covering content and hot topics from A to Z. Sports, music, society and culture, movie reviews, you name it, we have it. Check it out on bs3network.com or Check us out on Roku, BS3 TV on Roku, as well as check out your favorite podcast on all podcast platforms or Spreaker.com backslash BS3 Network. You are now tuned to BS3 Network.
1: the show coach Kyle Garderman, Lyndon Wood Lindenwood of the OBC coach how you going up there man St. Charles Missouri
2: man everything's going good just you know I guess we're almost a month into the school year and you know having some preseason workouts and everything and just kind of kind of moving along ready for the first first day of practice
1: and, and coach how how was like the transition last year from D two to D one and that transition trying to figure out all the new D1 rules so how was that first year for you all in the D one man, how how'd you assess
2: it? Yeah, you know, um, I, I think overall, just an experience in general. You know, I think we we went through a little bit of everything. We found, you know, you go through positives, you know, and, and exciting times when you you know you win your first Division One game and you win your first conference game and you win your first road game. You know, you get all those firsts out of the way, um, and then you go through some stretches where it's hard, which which a lot of teams do, and you lose a few in a row, and and you battle through that adversity. Um, but I thought overall it was, it was really good. Um, you know, I thought we found success in the things that we were looking for as a team, which, you know, not just wins and losses. Um, and then I think the way we finished the year, I thought was, was really positive for us because, uh, you know, we kind of battled through the conference season and kind of fighting for that last spot in the, in the conference tournament, which in OVC only, only eight out of 10 teams make the conference tournament. Um, and so for us to win our last two conference games at home and both of them were kind of exciting games coming from behind, we won the last one at the buzzer to put us in a tournament. It was, it was, it was, a you know, like I said, from top to bottom, it was just an experience of, of everything you could have wanted to experience. We, we did it. So it was, it was interesting.
1: 100% and what I said about your team Code, last year was, uh, you all put some close games, a lot of close games, yeah. <laughs> yeah. but I feel like this will help your guys who are turning down now this year because you and I both know you can't really replicate that in practice. So you don't have to go through that live game action. So I know it's not something you want to give you some more gray hairs, but man, you know yeah. those those close games with all that practice and live action is going to like it's going to help you that going down the road with your guys on the roster now.
2: Yeah, yeah, I think so. And you know, I thought that was something that that we saw. Like you said, we saw a lot of a lot of close games, and man, we lost a bunch of them. Uh, early on and those, you know, those stay with you for a long time, but, but then again, we want our share uh, at the end also. Um, And I think part of that, you go back to your question about the experience, you know, I think that was one thing that, you know, it, it it helped us because I I think that there was probably a lot of uncertainty uh, from our guys of, of how can we compete? Are we going to be good enough um, you know, what's it going to be like? And then all of a sudden we jump out and we find ourselves competing with teams and, and, you know, losing some close games, winning some close games. And so, you know, I thought that experience overall helped, helped, helped us make it through the season last year. Uh, but I agree, you know, I think, you know, a guy like Keenan Cole, who's, who's our best returning player, uh, you know, Tommy Williams uh, came off the bench and played big minutes as far as David Ware. You know, those guys should be – those guys should have that experience and then they should have that confidence more than anything that, you know, hey, if we if we do the right things and we prepare ourselves the way we should, we 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 should be in a lot of games.
1: And, Coach, the, the one thing from D1 and D2 that just you know is that you can have your guys in the summertime. You actually have time with them. So that'll just be able to touch your guys, maybe to kind of – you know, kind of have that schedule in spring and summer here, having them yeah. on campus, you better see them get better and then because we're not having to hope so much you can, yeah, you can touch yeah. them and see, get them bigger, bigger, stronger, than faster in the weight room. So how good was that to get go that experience having been able to touch your guys in the summertime now?
2: Yeah, a lot. And, you know, I think it, uh, it, it helped us a lot. Uh, I thought this was a big summer for us um, because not only, I mean, we have a handful of returners, but we've got a lot of new guys uh, that are, they're going to play a big role for us. So, to be able to get them in here a little bit in June and July uh, was really important. And you're, you know, uh, I think getting them in the weight room, getting them acclimated to, you know, strength and conditioning at a different level, you know, even, even a lot of guys come in and they eat better, you know, for the, for the first time uh, than they, than they were doing in their at their other schools or in high school, obviously. Um, but then we finished the summer off with a, with a foreign tour. We we went to Italy for uh, seven days. And so to get over there uh, and get that time to bond a little bit, uh you know while we were in while we were in Italy, and then also obviously play three games and and I think that's what's that's what to me was was really enjoyable about it because usually you know you finish your summer camp and you have an idea of what you think your team might be, but you really don't know because you know you didn't you didn't play anybody, so for this time, you know we got to have our summer camp then we got to go play three games um and so it gave you a better feel of of what you think your team could be, and you know I thought that was a great experience for us.
1: 100% so it kind of read my, my mind. I was going to go there next month the Italy trip, but I think it's good, like you say, it's good to kind of get a free look and see what you have so you can kind of make some yeah. tweaks between now when fall practice starts on the 25th and then you can kind of go from there and as you get to November 6th. So I feel like it's good, good to get there a free look and also kind of you know what, what works does not work. Find a, find a yeah. rotation that you had to have once yeah. things get going.
2: Yeah, I, I I thought it was like, we talked about some of our guys, you know, and obviously it's, it's still, you know, still a long way to go. But, you know, you even saw, you know, some of the young guys, you know, get in there and get their feet wet and, and the game be really hard for them. And, you know, usually you don't get that, you know, until your first closed scrimmage game or something, you know, when you play that other division one school in you know, October a few weeks into practice. And so even then, you know, to see the young guys get out there and 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 find some struggles and and find that it's not that easy when, you know, outside of practice and playing against a different opponent. So I thought we got a great, you know, a great example of of everything from from positives to negatives to, you know, simple plays that, you know, we didn't make, you know, you you get to see so much of that stuff in early August. Like I said, instead of having to wait till your your scrimmages or your closed scrimmages or even your exhibition game, whatever it might be. So that was that was a big thing that we took away from it.
1: And also, I think it was good for that, that bonding. We had all those new, those new guys on the roster, guys yeah. returning. I feel like that jump stars camaraderie. I think most—I I may be wrong, but I think most teams who do a foreign trip usually have a star because they have that better camaraderie. They yeah. already chemistry together because you can't replicate chemistry. And going out of the country where you're at each other all the time, that long yeah. plane ride, those dinners and those all those going seeing sightseeing, you can't replicate that nowhere else. So I feel like chemistry wise it's going to give you a jumpstart there because we know adversity is going to hit, but I think having this time together, that will make yeah. sure the guys are more connected.
2: And they'll still be with each other. Do 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 the good, bad, and indifferent. Yeah. You know, I thought what was interesting was, you know, you, you take off to go over there and you're not sure, you know, how guys are going to, how they're going to grab to the trip. Like, you know, they're excited, but you know, they don't want to let you know they're excited. You know, they're still pretty cool. You know, they don't want to, they don't want to tell you how much they're looking forward to it. But, uh, you know, the the thing is, is that, you know, once you, you know, once you get off the plane and, you know, your phone doesn't really work and, you know, you got some limited resources and all of a sudden you're just, you're just around your team, you know, and and so it, not, not that it forces you to communicate with your, with your teammates, but it kind of does, you know, because, you know, what you gravitate back to naturally is what's easy and what's easy is communicating with the people that are around you when you're, you know, when you're over there, you know, when you're, when you're walking the streets of Rome, you know, on your free time and, you know, you don't, you don't know the language and things like that. Well, you're going to, you're just going to hang out with your, with your guys, right. You're going to hang out with your teammates. Um, You know, yeah. And then there were times where, you know uh, you know, they would have, we would give them per diem. So like lunch would be on their own. So they had to kind of navigate, you know, how to go, you know, which sounds simple, right. Let's go find lunch, but you know, there's still a language barrier there. So, you know, I think putting them in just those situations and seeing how they interact with each other, you know, just to figure out the simplest things was, was pretty interesting, but I don't, I don't think there's any doubt that it helps with the, with the team building and the camaraderie. And, and I, I do think we got a lot out of that.
1: Yeah, coach, I'll tell you a quick story. You know, I think I have a cheat code because playing travel baseball, I got to do the language as a six year old. So when I go yeah. travel abroad, I can speak some of the languages because I'm like, I had to deal with French, Portuguese, Spanish, and uh, Dutch. So I know just off general principle that Spanish and Italian is kind of close. Yeah. <laughs> so for you, if I can think the Spanish yeah. way, I can kind of get by.
2: <laughs> yeah. Well, we have uh, we have a guy on our team, uh, uh, Keith, Keith Heyman, who's a transfer from Northern Arizona, a grad transfer, and uh, he's got he's got family in uh, in Italy, and they actually came to see us uh, the first night, the first game in Florence, and so he speaks fluent uh, Italian, you know. So he was obviously. One of the more popular players uh, on the trip because when the guys really needed something, they could go to Keith and then he could talk for him and and help him out. So uh, so we did have that. Yeah, kind of like you're saying.
1: Yes, indeed. And, and Coach, I guess, man, um, how how is recruiting been now since you're D one level? Uh, when people hear Lindenwood, they ain't no D one, and when you call certain uh, parents and players and recruits, they're out ears now, cooked up more since Lindenwood. Oh, you did your D one now.
2: Yeah, yeah, I think without a doubt. You know, um and I think the first place we see it is is right here, is right here locally. Uh, you know, in the St. Louis area, in, in Missouri, you know, even just across the state. But, you know, it, it it obviously that's what everybody wants to do, right? You know, everybody wants to play division one basketball, they want to play division one sports in general, but um, you know, I, I think that, you know, it 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 opens those doors, it excites people. Um people are more interested about what you're doing, you know, not just from a recruiting standpoint, you know, we get, we get more calls and emails now about, you know, coaches that just want to come and watch practice, you know, or or, uh, AAU coaches that want to come and watch practice or high school coaches that want to come and watch practice, Uh, you know, more of those than we used to get in the past. And that's all, you know, that's all ties back into your recruiting anyway, as you bring people into your gym. So I think just the, I think what I've been a little surprised about is just the amount of people that want to be around, more, you know, because you're you're a division one program. Um and then again that that leads back into the recruiting piece where, you know, you know right away that you're gonna have an easier entry. You know, those doors are going to be open for you as a division one program. And so it 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 I think it I think it obviously helps you have to be more organized, I think, as coaches and as a staff. And you know, because now you're dealing with, you know, if you had a recruiting list of, I don't know, 50, it probably gets doubled automatically. 100 just because you have people with that much more interest and more people you can touch now uh you know that that would be you know that want to play division one basketball so um but I think it's a it's a huge positive and and obviously it, it helps without a doubt
1: and then OBC is even growing like so you guys got western Illinois now and, and, yeah. and OBC now with you guys southern <clears throat> Indiana so the OVC is not what I I was used to it being over the yeah, years, yeah, But, but, but it's definitely, but it's a good change. And how excited are you seeing the OVC, how it's changing to what Beth the her staff are doing with the OBC as you all been going to get to has been 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 a member?
2: Yeah, no, I think it's exciting because you know, I, and I think when you know, that obviously they had their challenges when when you see teams that that left, and and I think Beth you know knew that she had a challenge of keeping you know keeping the number right, whether that's ten teams, eleven teams, twelve teams, whatever they want to whatever they want to go to. Uh, But obviously I think they did a good job of of working through those challenges. And we're, we're glad that we were in addition, obviously with Southern Indiana and then, you know, going out and finding Western Illinois, who I I think just makes a lot of sense from a regional standpoint, you know um, that they, I think they're a good fit for, for the league, Uh, you know, from a basketball standpoint, I think they've always been, you know, competitive. And I think, you know, what, what, you know, what Rob had started there before he left. And then what, what, Chad Boudreau will be able to do stepping in being the head coach. You know, I think that, you know, they'll step into the league and they'll be, they'll be good, you know? So I think it's going to make our basketball side even better uh, than it was last year. Um, And I think it's exciting to see, you know, how, how the league grows in general, you know, I mean, how do we, you know, how do we improve upon what we have now? You know, how do we get a, how do we get a bigger media market? How do we make a bigger, a bigger name for the conference in general? Um, Because I think what what you saw last year was a league that I thought was, was really, really competitive. You know, like I said, I mean, the, to make the conference tournament went down to the last game of the season. Um, You know, I think they were fighting for, you know, positioning all the way up the, all the way up the pole, you know, from the four seed to the five seed, three seed, two seed, you know, um, you know, Moorhead I think was, was going to, was going to win it um, the regular season. But um, I I just think it's such a competitive league that as we continue to improve our, our brand, I think people will be excited to see what kind of kind of basketball we have.
1: 100%. You know, yeah. Preston, those are heck of a job up there. Brad did a good job. Got an extension there. So yeah, man, it's just, Seeing yeah. what WC is becoming, man, is very important. I had Chad on the show, man. He talked for 35 minutes. <laughs> 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 I was, like,
2: that was probably just after the first question.
1: <laughs> I had I had four questions, Coach. Four. <laughs> 35 minutes. I tell you, I kid you not. It's no, no joke.
2: Oh, that's funny.
1: <laughs> yes. That's <sir>. him. <laughs> Yes, and Coach, I see you playing the MTE in Air Force. Uh, I had on uh, Joe Scott. He talked about having you guys out there with uh, William & Mary and Omaha. Talk about going out to Air Force, playing the MTE, Gets those uh, Mounted West teams, all those tough points out there, man, that you're going to see out there when you go out there and play those guys.
2: Yeah, you know, I think that, um, you know, when you look for an MTE, I think you try to find something that, um, you know, a couple things. One, I think that can be, you know, kind of unique or, or give your give your guys a, a different experience. Um and so you can talk about a lot of things and a lot of different places to go, but, you know, I, I think air force provides that, you know, a, a, you know, beautiful place to be for, for a week of games, a, a unique campus and university uh, there with what they have. I think that'll be interesting to to kind of see for, for us and our, our players, but, you know, and then at the end, I think you look for, you know, a, a an MTE where you think you can be competitive. Um, and obviously I think, you know, Technically or traditionally, I wouldn't want to go play probably a, a Mountain West team. Um, but so you know you're gonna go have a tough game against the Air Force, the home team there. Um, but then you hope that you can be really competitive with Omaha and William and Mary, uh, teams that, you know, I think are in leagues that, you know, as we build our program and and we're not we're not there yet, but you know, I think we need to be able to be at the level of of those teams in those conferences, you know, and and be competitive with with teams like that. So so I think it'll be, a, you know, and it's similar to what we did last year when we went to McNeese State, you know, we we kind of felt like, you know, these are teams that at some point in the near future we need to be able to compete with and and be as good as. And so I think we're looking at the same thing, you know, when when you get out there like I said you have a you have a really challenging game against Air Force and then, you know, you hopefully that, you know, you can you can show your improvement and show that you're competitive against teams from, you know, similar level leagues that you are. And that's kind of what we're looking for when when we get into it.
1: 100% coach. Well, I think you're doing a heck of a job there, man. I feel like you have a, it's kind of, like, it's kids. It's like your job has changed for well when you got hired. Like you got hired. <laughs> job has changed as you have the job. So you're going to a second job almost.
2: Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's weird because you say that and, and it does feel that way because, you know, the one thing, it just feels like we've never, like we've never been able to stop building since we've been here because, you know, we probably talked about this last time, but I won't waste a lot of time with it, but you know, you just feel like when we got here the first year, I mean, I got the job in July and we had three players on the roster. So you're trying to build that and then that building carries over the next year, and then we run into the pandemic. And so, you know, it feels like this is the first class and 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 I've told a lot of people this, like I feel like this is the first recruiting class that we've had, and this is starting year five that really was recruited the way you should recruit people, you know, which is spending time with them, get them to know them along the the way, you know, bring them in for visits, get, you know, get early commitments, get guys to sign. You know, I I feel like this is the first true recruiting class we've been able to have. um, And it took us four years to get to it. (laughs) And so now that I feel like we've got some balance in that, in that side of it. And then, like you say, then all of a sudden, you feel like you've got a brand new job when you make the transition from division two to division one. So, because there's just a lot of different things that come along with that, but, but it does feel like, you know, that newness is still there. And like I said, when you tie that into the recruiting class, it feels like, okay, now we're here. Now let's get moving forward with our, our improvement and our process of building our program, because, you know, a lot of the things that it it took to get here are over with and settled. And, you know, we feel like we're settled in and, and ready to move forward.
1: Now, I think this is probably last year, those COVID guys been in, in, in yeah. the system. So it'll normalize even more next yeah. year. And hopefully you can still get those high school guys because they're yeah. not you know, overlooked right now by the, the bigger, the bigger guys. Hopefully you can still get those good high school players who feel what you want to do, but these, these older guys, out the system.
2: Yeah, no, that's, and that's a valid point because those, those COVID guys have been around for a while, it seems like, and, Um, but yeah, you know, I, I do think that's going to even out or or level out recruiting or bring it back to a little bit more of a natural, a natural process. And like, if you look at our, if you look at our roster right now, I mean, we're basically all juniors and seniors. And, you know, I think that that's one thing that we want to avoid is, is kind of having those top heavy classes. And that's where your high school kids come back in. Um, and I think can be really important. So I think we're definitely at a point where, you know, you've got to get back to recruiting those high school kids the way you used to, finding the guys that fit your program and, and can have an impact for sure. Well, Coach, I, I'm going to try to get to see you when you play Southern Indiana. Uh,
1: that okay. works better for my schedule. So hopefully I can get you there, man, and I, and I can get up I can get up here to see you guys. So 100% do that, man. But I'm definitely cheering for you, Coach, and I love yeah. our chats, man. i will definitely looking, looking at you guys, see what you all do, man. And I, I'm talking to you in March once you win in Evansville, man.
2: Yeah, no doubt, man. Well, I appreciate it. And, yeah, anytime you're around, man, let me know. I'd love to catch up with you. Sounds good, Coach. You be safe, buddy. All right, man. Thank you. All right.
1: All right. We'll see you.
0: BS3 Network, changing the way you watch TV. Yes, BS3 Network, changing the way you watch TV, covering content and hot topics from A to Z, sports, music, society and culture, movie reviews,
1: What's up, good people? BetOnline is your number one source for all your betting needs. The latest odds, lines, and matchup reports for baseball, boxing, golf, and more. BetOnline continues to be the fastest and easiest way to place your wagers, including live betting and your favorite casino and card games available to play right from your phone. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and get in on the action. Remember to use your promo code BLEAV for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online when the game starts. What's up, family? Jared the Boss Man here. You're tuned into the Boss Man Show on AM 1010, AM 1430, 105.5 The King. Get the King out at 105theking.com and The Boss Man Show at bossmanshow.com. Hit me up on Instagram, The Boss Man Show, Twitter at Boss Man Show, and Facebook, Boss Man Show. It's The Boss Man on your radio. Listen to The Boss Man Show with your host, JR. Saturdays at 9 a.m. right here on AM1010, The King.